Hello everybody and welcome back. I want to start off on a kind of a down note. Uh, sorry about this episode. I had just gotten my new headset. I think this was the first episode that recorded with it. And Chuck was away and nice enough to arrange to record from someplace he doesn't usually do, which I think was a garage, so he sounds a little off. And I got wrapped up in some super crazy, super busy hooding stuff this past weekend, which kind of cut into my editing time, so some of this stuff is not as nice as I would have normally liked it to, so I'm just going to apologize for that. In other quick things, um, I made a mention of the winner for our Kill Code contest. We did our drawing for our Kill Code contest. That was a Freeze94, F-R-E-E-S-E 94 on Podbean. Uh, If you could hit me with an email uh, without an at pod at gmail.com so I can get in contact with you about giving you the gift card that you want in our random drawing. If I don't hear from you by the next release, like next week in October, I'm going to redraw it again just to kind of keep things moving. Sorry. And then the last thing before we get back to Chuck stealing from his college, there is a Discord link in the description below. If you guys want to come hang out with us on Discord, it's there for you. There's a couple of other people there. It's fun. So, uh, have a good day. You have a couple of days to get this done. Chuck mentions that he's got a meeting with the professor sometime in the next couple of days. I also booked a sort of date with Mary Sue where we walk around the college to do, like, physical legwork. And we probably have open comms and Chuck would be sending cyber eye feed so that people can get a view of stuff. Sound like a good place to start? Mm-hmm. So yeah, is that what you guys want to do? We'll cut to the next day going around the campus, or is there something else you guys want to do in the interim period? I think that's a good place to start. We'll get things kicked off. All right. What time of the day would you guys like to go? So I was thinking it would be... I was thinking in the afternoon, so that uh, right before... Not right before, but maybe an hour before the meeting with Professor Frank, so that uh, Mary Sue can distract the professor, potentially, or something while I get Mark's on his comm link and send a message so that Chuck to say to uh, put the server into an empty classroom can have a sort of semi-alibi for what he's about to do. So then we're going to open up with the scene at Seattle University. It's a gray and a little bit overcast because it kind of always is. But there's people that are out there, you know, co-eds doing stuff. I never went to, like, anything bigger than a community college, but I'm sure you guys have an idea what a college looks like. The professor has taken over one of the smaller computer labs, with computer lab being a very almost outdated term by this point. And are you just popping in after class, or are you popping in in the middle of class? After a class or between classes. Not during the class, for sure. Sure. Should we start before? Are we assuming that RC and Boss are like in a vehicle on the campus? Well, either Chuck or Mary Sue could have a drone or two of RCs that they could physically take it near secure areas. Sure. Are you you like a flashback? Probably, yeah. But yeah, you guys could be in a vehicle on campus just in case things go awry. Who knows? That professor may know something's up and pull out his, uh, you know, Panther Double XL. (laughs) (laughs) So this will be shortly after one of the classes or lectures has ended on pre-matrix I guess pre-current matrix technology and protocols and other fancy scientific words. 
And a couple of people are just kind of filing out. The professor is back there, and he is assembling all of his stuff back into their little kind of like briefcases with foam that have little spaces cut out for the different pieces so that everything has a place and everything in its place. But he's there, and he's doing stuff as you guys kind of come in. After giving Mary Sue a short tour of the uh, where the you know, run will be happening, he uh, Chuck walks in. Hey, uh, Professor. Sorry, I brought a friend along. I was just uh, showing around campus. You wanted to talk to me, or I had to um, talk about my arm, right? He's a early, mid-40s human male. He has a very eccentric taste in clothing because a lot of his electronic accessories that people use constantly nowadays, like your comm links or your contacts and your AR glasses and stuff, is all pre-crash based. So his AR glasses are, are huge. They're thicker than they should be. He's got cords that are coming out of the glasses that are run down behind his shirt to presumably a, an old school data jack or something like that. He's got a big, probably an old-style comic that he has on his hip that's hitched onto the side of his belt there, and is wearing just like a lab coat with a little polo shirt and some slacks underneath of that. And he looks up and recognizes you and looks from you down to your arm. Are you still wearing, like, the gloves and stuff? Uh, yeah, for sure. Long sleeve shirt and gloves. He will quickly come around the table and just kind of like, like, yeah, yeah, Mr. Mr. Johnson, you were in, and he will name whatever lecture that you actually attended shake your hand for presumably your cyber arm very vigorously and turn it to the side a little bit to kind of get a look at it uh yeah yeah so he you know pulls his hand away from the shake takes off his glove and starts rolling up the sleeve yeah it's the um uh, mx2200 you said it was a neat thing he'll look at it for a second remember that you said you actually had somebody here to meet him and introduces himself to Mary Sue. Mary Sue, big smile, shakes. Hello, Professor. It was so lovely for you to invite us to come and talk to you today. Yes, it's, uh, well, to let out a little secret, it's more of a, a personal interest. You see, and he's going to point over towards Chuck's arm and then come back to you. He's like, it's a very antiquated piece of technology by our standards. Is it? It is. And then he's going to go into a bit of a spiel about the model, the fact that it's actually pre-Crash 2.0 technology, which means it doesn't have any of the fancy wireless stuff that... Uh, so when he mentions the wireless stuff, Chuck will chime in. Well, actually, I mean, I kind of changed the wiring a bit, so I added a data tap so I could um, monitor some of the diagnostics, and it flips open a hatch, and you see a data tap in there just kind of placed in. He'll look a little shocked for a moment and then come over and He'll take a little bit of like a an inspector's eye to it and lift up some of the wiring and look at what you've done. It's like, well, the the damage isn't too bad. It's still a very nice piece. Thanks. It was my left hand I used to put um, it in, so it's a little messy. Professor, mm-hmm. why? So she's going to ask, why do you think Chuck came here to let you see his arm? Oh, because I asked him, my dear. See, I have a, and he'll kind of point to some of the boxes around and then adjust his glasses. I, I find all of this old technology very interesting. Well, you mean as a collector? As a collector, as a scientist, it's part of my, my passion, my research. Who knows what we could find locked away in secrets in some of this older tech that we haven't quite reclaimed yet. There are no secrets in Chuck's arms. 
He looks at Chuck to see if Chuck has anything to add into this. No. And he'll look back to the arm and then back to Mary Sue. Have you heard about the reclamation in Chicago? Now that they've released the restrictions on people going in and out of the containment zone? No. No, I haven't. Please enlighten me. Is this your attempt to distract him so that Chuck can get to hacking? Yes. Okay, good. Sounds like it's time for you to do some hacking rolls. You have a mark on his comlink. Probably be like a spoof. Three hits. Yeah, I think I'm going to post-edge that. All right, you have received a message. For the record, that message is just to bring the server to a certain room, right? Not anything super crazy. Yeah, to bring it at a certain time. And it will be like 6.30, let's say, on the same day. Sure. So we'll end up the whole spiel of Professor Frank explaining this stuff. Chuck gives a little uh, thumbs up to Mary Sue and like a wrap it up symbol. Well, Professor, that is all very fascinating, but I believe Chuck has promised me a late lunch, early dinner here on campus. And I don't want to keep you from your work. And he'll sputter to a little bit. And it's like, ah, yes, I wouldn't want to interrupt young love. But if I could just Uh, borrow him for a moment, he'll kind of come up to you, Chuck, put his arm like kind of around your shoulders with your cyber arm in between you. Not in, like, a shady way, but in, like, a hey-buddy kind of way. And it'll be like, so, I hate to be awkward and ask, but I do I do rather enjoy the older technology. What would it cost to free your arm? You want to buy my arm? I feel like it would make an excellent addition to the collection of pre-crash artifacts we have here. I don't have very much in the way of cyberware. I have pieces of terminals and older comm links and some musical devices. Cyberware that actually can still function? Not very much. Oh. Uh, okay. You're the expert. You, you probably know better than I would. And he'll look kind of confused for a moment. He'll look back down at the arm and look back up at Chuck. It's like, well, I can't exactly leave you one-handed. That would be, would be monstrous, you know? But I might be able to get you a new one. Oh. Um, uh, sure, yeah, one that's, I mean, I, I appreciate the, uh, the, the history and legacy here, and I wouldn't want to hurt it much more, so, uh, yeah, if you're willing to get me a replacement, that is, is, uh, a newer one. Let me talk to my people, and I'll have my people see what I can approve, and if you could just send me some of the, the diagnostic information so that I can send it along to the, the people that write the checks, you know how it goes. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll, uh, you want know, a spec sheet or something for the arm? Like, I'm. Do you have yeah. one? Um, I could search for one. That would be wonderful. Yeah, I'll, I'll see what I can do. He looks very excited. But I don't want, I don't want to stay in the way of your lunch date. So please, uh, I'll be here through the end of the week and we'll, we'll find somebody in town we can get this done. Uh, yeah, sounds great. I'll, uh, big grin on his face, uh, a date. Yep. That's why I'm here. And everybody else, from my understanding, has access to this feed and the parts of this conversation that are going on. Yeah. I'm yep. Going to we that. all hear it. Yep. Indeed. And I was recording with my eyes, because he has cyber eyes, and uh, sending that as well. So you guys have some more information. You guys have a time that it looks like the professor said, hey, move this thing for me. Um, that may have not been sent. 
You succeeded in the spoof. Yes, but I may have not shown the actual to everyone. That's fair. Because Chuck has his reasons. That's fair. So what's, uh, what's next? Chuck kind of offers his arm to Mary Sue and uh, to the cafeteria. Yes, yes. Let's um, leave the professor here. Um, yeah, and you can uh, show me more of the campus. Yeah, it's a, it's a great place. And I, I guess once we're out of the professor's office, it's kind of a quick look at Chuck. Like, what? You're not really going to sell your arm to him, are you? I mean, if he's offering a better one, why not? I just, I don't know. You don't think it's kind of ghoulish? It's a piece of metal. Ghouls can't eat metal, right? <sighs> I think you know what I mean. I do, yeah. I get it. Um, this, this one's a little itchy, um, I've been finding. Uh, especially around the joint between the, uh, torso and uh, the shoulder joint, I guess you'd call it. And I'm thinking that's due to its age, and I think I spotted a little rust when I was trying to clean it, and you might as well pawn it off as quickly as I can before I have to buy one myself. I didn't know it was causing a problem for you, Chuck. I'm, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Not your fault. You, you got it for me in the first place, so I didn't have to walk around armless and bodiless. It's, uh, yeah, the, um, the main room we're looking for is this way. And he starts walking up the stairs. Okay. And, um, you got everything completed? It's... Yeah, got, uh, stuff got sorted. Um... We'll, uh, I'll get it, uh, server's supposed to be in a, just bring it to a, a room on the, the second floor. Okay, um, I guess we could just let, uh, Boz and Arsino, and, um, I guess I can just be outside the room to make sure nobody goes in while they're doing what they do, and you just need to make sure you're able to get it in the room, right? Well, I, I didn't book it for right now. When? Um, a little later. Um, and I've, I've, I'm teaching a class in a bit, so I don't want it to. Well, if that makes sense. So she's gonna check the time. Well, when, Chuck? I mean, it's it's like going on three thirty now. Yeah. So when? Well, first we have to eat our dinner, lunch thing, and then I have a class to teach, and maybe after that. Maybe, maybe. There's no maybe after that. They need to know when to go in. Chuck, we, we have to make sure we have things set at a time. This isn't just a, a maybe or a, a fly by the seat of our pants thing. And I just said lunch dinner just to get out of the, out of the room. We don't have to actually go eat. Do we have to act? <sighs> no, we don't have to actually eat, I guess. But, uh, yeah, for, I finished teaching at six, so a little bit after that probably. Maybe she will DNI quickly to boss and, RC and kind of guys, he's, he's scheduled this to be like after six o'clock. It's three thirty now. We've got time. What do you guys want to do in the meantime? Like a, a pizza? Boz and, and RC are like sitting out in a van in a parking lot somewhere. Boz Talking is like about the imminent romance. This be <laughs> I guess we've been listening. Like I'm guessing like RC's like piped the, the voice comms through the stereo and they've just been listening to this, this conversation the whole time. That's right. I hope so. Boz kinda knows that she's not really gonna be needed for a while. She's had the seat back, she's got her arms up, hands behind her head kind of thing, just sort of relaxing, chuckling here and there as things get sort of complicated. Once it's sort of clear that they're going to be waiting a while, Boz rolls her eyes a little bit. She says uh, to RC, because I don't think she's on the call herself. 
she says, great, because it's not like it's awkward to go home and wake this out or anything. Well, maybe we can use the time to do a little more information gathering or something. Yeah, that'd probably be a good idea. That'd be a good idea. So, I mean, and the whole time I've listened to this, I've been making like a face at Boss. It's not like this is happening. They're, they're going <laughs> to end up kissing. I'm just telling you, I've seen this happen. End result, but, you know. Well, like them getting together? Yeah. I think that'd be better than that ganger she's dating. Oh my god, seriously. I mean, he's a goofball. He's, a, I mean, you know, but and, and he's, you know, kind of, you know, he's kind of a humpy dumpty, literally, and, you know, but that's fine. You know what? Not the gang. He's a nice he's, guy. He's, he's got computer skills. I respect that. Probably not going to get her arrested or killed. I mean, that's, that's probably pretty good. Seems exactly. like, a, like an improvement. She doesn't need more people who's going to get her arrested or killed. She has us. Right? Keep that number low. Two, three tops. That's all you need. Buzz laughs at that. She she nods her agreement. She's just sort of playing along a little bit. Anyway, yeah, we should probably do some surveillance. I mean, it's a university. This is going to be a... You know, this is... We robbed a train. Okay, this is going to be a joke. We're going there. We're going to get the computer. And, like, worst case scenario, some overweight, overpaid asshat with a taser is like, whoa, who are you guys? Yeah, I mean, I I think you're probably right, but I don't want to get overconfident and end up screwing this up somehow, some way that we could have prevented. So I'm going to approach this like it's, you know, like it's a dream job. Okay, well, you can dress up in all black with night machine goggles and, you know, a grappling hook, despite, you know, no building here being over three stories. That's fine. You can be all cool, and I'm going to sit back with a hat and a, and a, cheese, a cheeseburger. I need a cheeseburger. It was a yes. gas mask, Richard. Okay, I'm just saying if... Obviously, as we do get caught, I'm not going to look like an asshole. Okay? Like, that's... <laughs> RC, you always look like an asshole. Okay. <laughs> she she just look. grins at him. <laughs> that's pretty well, pretty well owned there. We're just going <laughs> <laughs> to walk away from that. Buzz just sort of, like, makes a wave her hand. She, she knows that he's got her, his drones on hand and can do whatever he needs to do with them. So, D and I, uh, guys, I'm still waiting for an answer. What? Well, what happened? We got zoned out. We got distracted about very important issues relating to this job. It's going to be a while. It's not going to be till after six. So, what do you want to do? Well, the, the computer's in a, in a room, right? Just got access to it. We're going to walk in there and get it. I mean, is that the general idea? So, just hang out and waste time? I mean, I'm hungry. You want a cheeseburger? I could really go for a cheeseburger. Fine. Fine, I'll bring you a cheeseburger. There we go. Yes. Oh, be best friend. Boss, you're out. By cheeseburger, I mean soy. <laughs> you're back in, boss. <laughs> boss, like, finally pulls her calm link and kind of gets on the call. She's had it on mute, just in her pocket. She says, look, I don't want to make this more complicated than it needs to be, but um, if we just want to be extra safe and try to keep your good name, Chuck, um, Maybe what we can do is, uh, once we get our hands on this thing, we can stash it in something that we can move it around a little, with a, a little bit, a little bit more easily. It's not going to be, it's not going to draw a lot of attention. Like, uh, I don't know, maybe so we've got someone dressed up like a janitor, has a trash bin, we can stuff it in the trash bin, and they're just pulling a trash bin to, to a dumpster off campus, right? Uh, something like that. And, uh, all we need to do is make sure that nobody sees that computer go into the trash bin. Um, maybe we can shut down a camera and a, particular location where there's not going to be a lot of people around and we can make the make the dump there. Oh, I I thought 
when we met last time, it was my whole job was to get it out of the secure area and into a less secure area. You, you now need me to do more? Look, you're either in this or you're not in this. Are you in this thing? I mean, my name's already going down on this, so I don't want to look more suspicious by, oh, I walk onto the camera and all of a sudden it goes blank. Buzz, like, looks at RC and just sort of, like, shrugs and just shakes her head, like, who is, like, what's, what's he talking about? Yeah, I don't know either. Chuck, I'm sure there's a way for you to do it where you're not going to be seen on the camera. You're a smart guy. You know how to do this. And it's to protect you more than it is to protect us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's um, let's head back to the um, classroom before we head somewhere else. The classroom, the classroom. where you're going to put it, or yeah, the cl- yeah. Okay. I'll get a I'll get a data tap set up so that it's stuff. Hey, why why can't we just knock all the cameras down? You know, before someone walks in, right? Let's just let Chuck do it how he feels best. You're right. I don't want anyone telling me how to fly the drone, so touche. Sure, sure. You're you're the expert criminals here. Um, oh ho! Not use uh, the c words. Sorry, expert <laughs> thieves. Yes, thieves. That's a better word. How how would you We're do entrepreneurs. it? Entrepreneurs or contractors? Contractors. That's a different c word, but okay. Okay. RC, was it? How how would you deal with cameras? Knock them down, like, with a baseball bat? I mean, I would probably just wear a mask because I don't want to need diversity, and it would be sort of a moot point. But in as much as, you know, it's you still in the computer, if that's what we're doing, you know, and your general size description could be used against you, just hack the cameras, make them go poofy, if I had, you know, hacking ability, which I don't. But if, if you can make it go, you know, Fizzle, fizzle, pop, fizz, fall over, then that's not a problem. Or however you think best. Chuck, sure. if you think there's a different way to make it go, like how they do in the studio, how they they put it on to where they, they think they're watching something new when really they're watching something old. What is that called? A, a loop back. Yeah, that. Maybe you could do that. I don't know. Whatever you think is best. Um. We can go by the classroom, let's go check the cameras out, and then we'll go get that lunch, dinner thing, and then hopefully it'll be time for your class, and I can run the cheeseburger out to RC, and we can get this done and wrapped up by 7 o'clock. Uh, okay, sure. I'll go with what I was going to do then. There you go. Unless he does a quick search in the school registry to check if there's a class at the moment. We could say that one is due to end shortly. Yeah, so there's a class in there now, so I can't exactly sneak in. So um, maybe we should go for uh, lunch, and then uh, then right before my class that I'm teaching, I can go in there, put the thing in, and have at it. What are the chances that Chuck had it set up so that it goes to the classroom that he's supposed to be helping teach in? He could do that, I guess, yeah. I don't know if that's where he would think to make that setup happen at. No, but it sounds like a good idea. So that can be the same room as the the room that you're getting ready to teach in. Okay. So we zoom ahead a little bit. You guys have a nice little lunch on the quad or the cafeteria, whatever it is. I believe Mary Sue said that she was going to bring Richard a soy burger. Which I'm very happy about. Yes. Wonderful. It's time to do stuff. Chuck finishes teaching the class. Mm-hmm. 
and then starts walking to the back of the class to place the data type tap onto the camera. Are you trying to avoid the camera seeing you data tap it? I'm thinking beforehand he may have put a stack of papers back there or something so that he can walk back, put the data tap on, pick up the papers, and then... Some kind of plausible faking thing. Yeah. Sure. Do you want to give me just, like, etiquette's probably more to make it look like you are blending in with all your junk that you got going on. Cool as a cucumber, you have... I guess it would be a soy cumber. (laughs) So with the data tap placed on there, I just need a quick little hacking roll. Three hits. One net. So you walk down towards, I guess, the storage area where they have everything that they are showing off with this professor. I feel like it would be, like, in a locked storage room. So you go into the building, give Hank at the door a little bit of a wave. He's just... He's that overweight security guard with the taser that you guys mentioned earlier. When you get to the classroom that has the storage room with the stuff in it, it's locked. How would you like to try and get through said lock? First, quick matrix perception to see if there's any cameras pointing out the door, or if there's any in the area I would see. For sure, at least one camera in here, because there's a camera in the other classrooms, that kind of stuff. Okay, so, huh, sends a message to, um, uh, I'll say the rest of the team. Uh, the door to the storage is locked. I don't think I can get in. No, wait, never mind. I'll just talk to the security guard. Sorry for bugging you. Closes the message and then, uh, starts heading back to where the security guard was. Before you talk to him, when that happens, Boz looks at... Actually, where's Mary Sue? She'd be in the van because she brought the, uh, soy burger. Okay. I think by now, Boz is like, changed into an appropriate outfit. Appropriate Super stealth mode. When Chuck says that, Boz, like, turns around and looks back at Mary Sue, and she says, if our boy here asks a security guard to open that door for him, and then the thing goes missing, it's not just going to be one more lead back to him. You want me to go ask him to open it? I mean, you're good at this kind of thing, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how this stuff it works here on campus. So Mary Sue will just shake her head, smile, and hop out of the van and head toward the room. I guess as she approaches, what does she see? Here's the question: You're hopping out of the van and going towards the building. Is Chuck going back to talk to the guard, or is he waiting? Well, from my understanding, Boss was just vocal talking, not actually over comms. So Chuck is heading. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I'm trying to find out. Like, is it? Is it a legit, like, is her concern a legit concern? Like, if Chuck talks to a security guard and gets the security guard to open the door and then some equipment goes missing from that closet, then it's, like, the first thing they're going to do is come talk to Chuck about it. Which is what Chuck was expecting to happen anyway, because there was the trail of him being asked, and he's going to be on camera of leaving the server there. Okay. Mm-hmm. If he goes back and talks to the guard, Mary Sue will be walking up right behind him. Or it's right. fine. It's good. So then Mary Sue jumps out of the the van, heads on over towards the building, and as she kind of comes up to the big glass doors at the front, she sees Chuck having a conversation with the guard. Uh, yes. So, um, Professor Frank, uh, he asked me to get a server from the locked room, but, uh, I don't have a key. So, um, I was wondering if I could get your help or something, or figure out who has access to that room. 
So Mary Sue's going to hear that last, you know, do you have a key? Let me in. She's just going to walk up smiling. She's going to grab onto Chuck's arm and just pretty much hanging on him and go, Chuck, honey, have you finished that silly task yet? She's going to look at the guard and say, I don't know what takes him so long. I'm just trying to go out with my boyfriend and he's just taking forever to do all these tasks for these professors. I mean, I'm a TA. It's what I do. I know, sweetie, but I want to go out. I want to have a good time, and you're taking forever. What is the holdup? Uh, work? Sweetie, do you just, what do you need to do? What needs to get done? Tell me what needs to get done. The door back there in the classroom to the secure area is locked, and I need to ask this kind gentleman here. If you can unlock it for me, because the professor needs it in room 214. Well, sir, you're more than capable of opening this door, and and the professor asked him to do this, so surely you can do it. If Mary Sue could roll me some assist dice for Chuck, because he started it. Chuck, do you show him the message that you got from the professor? Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, you can have two more dice on top of that. Three hits. He gives you a well shucks. And begins to walk you guys back there and along the way tells you about how you guys remind him of his high school, college age sweetheart from when he was Chuck's age and just kind of goes on about it for a little while. And Mary Sue's just going to smile. Oh, isn't that so sweet? She's going to give Chuck a peck on the cheek. Isn't that cute how we remind him of something so sweet? Chuck has the biggest grin on his face and says, yeah, sure does. Now, if you can just hurry up, sweetie, and get this done so we can go out. I think I want to take advantage of the opportunity that the guard leaving the front door has left. Uh-huh. And now that there's kind of an opening she can walk into the building without being scrutinized by the security guard, I think she's going to do that. Sure. Are you dressed up in one of Richard's uniforms? Yeah, she's got like a maintenance uniform on, cap on her head, and kind of pulled low over her eyes kind of thing. She's She looks the part. An easy sell, given the whole arc thing. And once she gets inside, she just starts looking around for, like, a reasonably empty garbage can. Sure. You can, like, go down a couple of the hallways, and eventually you're going to see one of the doors that has a maintenance tag on it. I'm actually not sure why I'm going into this closet exactly. Are there not, like, trash cans around? I thought you wouldn't want on, like, wheels and stuff. It doesn't have to be. She could just get a trash can sure, and you can carry just, it, probably. You can just pop into a bathroom, grab one of the, like, standing trash cans. And kind of push it around. I'm just going to watch this on a flashback. I want to follow Boz for security purposes to make sure that, uh, you know, no riders, gangers, or, you know, the Third Army attempts to uh, stop us from accomplishing this job. Yeah, I'm just going to watch. If you go out and just pick up a trash can from a, from a bathroom, I'm probably going to make fun of you. This is, this is better than TV. <laughs> I have my feet propped up on the desk. I'm eating a soy burger. Well, it just seems like like busting open a door with like you know breaking a maglock panel just to get a tr- like a trash bin sounds even more ridiculous. She just like grabs like a trash can from you like the hallway or the bathroom or something, and it just might be a little harder to lug around than wheels might be, but whatever. She's sure. not, not weak. Well, there you go, Bob. You have a trash can. <laughs> so when I ask you, you can tell you're taking it to the central trash area. Is that what they call it? Is, is there anything in the trash can? Buzz like pops the swirly lid thing off and like looks inside and she says, 
It's a lot of paper towel, honestly. I mean, it could be a worse trash can to carry around. Fair enough. Carry on. I'm, I want Overwatch. Keep it safe. I just got So the security guard's going to help you guys into the room. He's going to kind of stand there as Chuck goes in to find the item. So when you find the item in question, it is actually going to be on one of those little rolly carts from them moving stuff in and out of here. The security guard just makes mention for you to bring the cart back. And it's got on it in AR. You can see that it's to this building, to this room, so that anybody who takes this cart, it's like, oh, well, this, this is where it belongs. As if somebody put their name on it. Yeah, sure thing, I'll do that. Just after I drop it off, I'll be right back. Chuck then starts wheeling it out of the room and towards room 214. I can't believe this guard is this dumb. Hell, we should have asked him to load the van. As you guys are walking down the hallway, you will see a tall work lady carrying a trash can. He'll tip his hat to her as she goes by. And you guys will get up to your room in 214. After wheeling it in, then uh, takes the server off of the tray, puts it on the front desk there. He leaves through the door, closes the door, leaving it a crack open, making sure it doesn't lock. He sends the message to the rest of the team, saying, Things in place, shutting down cameras soon. If you want to get into any position or something. While he's walking, he's going to try and hack it in AR. Oh no, I don't have to do that, I just have to loop camera. Balls, you're big and tough and strong, so it's pretty easy for you to carry this. Yeah, she was waiting outside, like, ten meters down the hall kind of thing for Chuck to walk back out. And once he's sort of gone, is given the word, she drags her trash can into the classroom and sets it down and just pulls all the equipment in. Fortunately, all the paper towel and stuff makes for a nice cushioning when she dumps it in there. And she just puts the lid back on and starts to haul it back out into the hallway. She is still on the call with, with everybody, and she says, Mary Sue, why don't you uh, follow me at a at a pace just in case someone hassles me? You'll have a better chance of talking my way out of this than, than I will. Saves me having to pull out the old cattle prod. Is that something else you've stuck in the trash can? Oh, she's just had it on her. It's just like, like under her pants kind of thing. They're not very long or very big, so. Mary Sue will be there with you if that's what you need. Just like assumes Mary Sue's some some distance behind her, keeping an eye out, make sure she doesn't get like intercepted by any curious security guards or other uh, maintenance workers who might wonder who she is and recognize that she doesn't work here. And she just makes her way back towards the van, which I'm hoping is parked somewhere where it's not super obvious. I'm not sure where I parked it, probably just on campus somewhere nearby. You could move it over to like the dumpster area. Can I just get a? stealth roll from Boz to go unseen and unnoticed. Can do. Three successes. Go ahead and edge that. Seven successes. She's doing a good job of keeping her head down and just she's good at looking like an underpaid orc maintenance worker. She knows people will kind of like look the other way and not pay too much attention to the help. You'll be able to come out onto the little like dock area out back that's got dumpsters on it and some other people that have left big things of trash out here maybe last time the dumpster was full maybe people are just lazy you'll see a whole bunch of cigarette butts on the floor that kind of thing sure i think when richard pulls up she's got the trash can she's standing beside the dumpster with the trash can and she is doing what every other maintenance worker does when they come out here and that is have a cigarette probably taking their sweet old time you get paid by the hour not by the job so one of the things you will notice, Boz, as you go out there with your trash can and you start to light up your cigarette is that there is a camera that is 
pointed out back there. Okay. Um, I mean, that doesn't really make things too difficult because I think what Boz says, she gets on, on the phone. She's still kind of like puffing on her cigarette. And she says, ARC, there's a, there's a camera back here. I think we can probably just block the camera view with the van and we'll just load the thing in. Oh, I want my van there. captured on camera. Hit it with a brick. It's already been seen. There's not exactly an abundance of bricks lying around. Be creative. I don't know. Uh, the, the trash can or, you know, throw something at it. Buzz turns around and looks straight up at the camera and she takes another puff on her cigarette and she sighs. Is the camera like right over the dumpster? It's kind of like in the corner there, pointed out over the back area where the dumpsters are. Don't you have a, a taser stick? Yeah, I don't know if I can... How high up is this thing? It's fairly high, but you could probably do one of those things where you, like, jump up a little bit against the wall and push off to, to taser it. Buzz leaves the trash can where, where it is, and she, she says, Mary Sue, this is awkward. I don't suppose you brought your, uh, your silenced pistol with you, did you? I did not. I only brought my taser. Okay. Never mind. I'll handle it. She's going to try that. I think maybe what she does is she'll, like, drag something over that she can stand on. I'm sure there's, like... A pallet or something. Yeah, a pallet that she can, like, lean up against the wall and sort of climb up a little bit. And as long as that's something she can do. And she just sort of, like, looks around, makes sure that nobody is around to see it, and she climbs up, pulls her sunrod, and uh, just reaches up and just touches it to the thing. There's, like, a zap. You will see the red light blink really quickly and then turn out because you have electrocuted the shit out of the camera. Okay. Over the comm line, she says, I don't know if that's going to trigger anything, but we might, we might want to wrap this up on the quick side. But, RC, why don't you bring the van around now? It should be safe. All right. I will turn around and whip them in there. Back first, which is to load. Yep. You guys can quickly and easily load this in here. Because it's not, like, super heavy. Are you just stealing the whole trash can, or are you just going to uh, yep. load everything in the back? <laughs> yeah, just stick the whole trash can back there. Are you also getting in and driving off? Oh, yeah. She comes in in the back so she can hold the trash can and they pull away and roll around. Sure. Meanwhile, Mary Sue and Chuck, you guys are easily able to put the the rolling cart back. I say a few more words to the security guard just as a hey, and then... uh Unless you want to do anything else, unless Mary Sue and Chuck have somewhere else to go, you guys can all meet up. Nope, we can all meet up. Mary Sue would just think, job done, we're done. Chuck goes to wherever we're meeting. Sure. You guys will be able to meet back up. I guess everybody just piles into the van. The boss is already in there, saying. Sure. Chuck, congratulations. You have done a criminal thing. You have joined the upper echelons of thievery. And skullduggery. How do you feel, buddy? You feeling all right? I feel like I put a server into a classroom and have no idea what you're talking about. Well, He's good. A little. Pats him on the shoulder. In a couple of years, I guess they're running this whole show. Put it in drive. Somebody will text Morgana and be like, hey, got your stuff. She will give you a location to drop it off at and then to come by the restaurant for payment. Be the same place you guys met with her after the auction job. There will be no creepy plastic sheet set up. You guys will roll up. The door will open. And you guys will get be able to back the van in. And then unload it onto a table that's waiting in there that she will have given you instructions to. Do you guys bring Chuck 
to get paid? Ooh, that's a good question. Hmm. What do you think, Mary Sue? I think Boz would probably, your inclination would be to not break him. Mary Sue's inclination would be the same. <laughs> okay. Richard, do you have an inclination? I want to ask Chuck. Hey, what do you think, Chuck? you want to show up or you want to maybe hang back? Chuck thinks that this is all just for a favor and there's no pay involved and that he's just here to help out and then get out and maybe never see you guys again. So, yeah, I don't think he'd show up for the meet. Yeah, like my thought would be we keep him at arm's length to to protect him and to protect us and to protect Morgana. I don't know how she would feel about him showing up to the meet. So safest thing is, for now at least, to keep him sort of at arm's length when it comes to doing criminals. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think, yeah, let's just keep just. Just hang on the van. Don't touch any of my shit. I've got eyes everywhere. I've, I see everything. Okay, everything's being recorded. I mean, he could just sit there. <laughs> just drive him home. Yeah, because he lives on campus, right? Doesn't he live on campus? Yeah, I probably wouldn't have gotten into the... Uh, or it's like, hey, drive me over to the dorms. and. Uh, yeah, campus is a pretty big... I imagine Seattle campus is pretty big. Sure. Yes, sure. The restaurant's kind of dying down at the end of the night here. It's been a couple of hours since earlier. You were driving all over the place, dropping this thing off. People needed to have dinner, that kind of thing. You guys will be taken back to the usual table, and Morgana will be sitting and waiting for you with a bottle of wine, and there are glasses set up for you guys if you would partake. Wow, that was quite expedient of you. Bob sits down and pours herself a glass. From them. She gives Morgana a bit of a half arc smile, and she says, Yeah, well, I guess we're getting used to this now. I have good news, and I have... Unfortunate news. The good is that I have here some cred sticks. She'll like pick up a napkin and reveal a couple of cred sticks. Your friend is seemingly on the hook for a little bit more than what this job would have been worth. So sadly for the moment, he still owes them. However, and she'll swirl her wine for a moment, there is the opportunity that I can wipe clean this debt and you will just owe me a favor. She'll take a sip of her wine. Boz looks at Mary Sue and RC. She doesn't say anything right away, but there's kind of a like a look to her like she's maybe take that deal, but she doesn't say anything. This is my surprise face. What I is he still on the hook for, Morgana? Oh, the amount of money that was invested into the wear that he has? It's a fairly expensive amount of augmentation that he received in the process. Hmm. Mary Sue gets the... The smile of the cat that ate the canary. Well, it's nice to know that the mighty Morgana can't get everything done. I'm just gonna, like, drink from my cup and, like, look over the rim of it, like, back and forth. No shit. But that's okay. It is bad business to square deals that aren't even. What's the difference? Maybe I could make it up. I mean, I would think you would get all the information before you would just succumb to defeat. Are you trying to intentionally rile her up? Not intentionally, no. She'll look back and forth from Mary Sue to the rest of you guys. You understand a business deal, right? If you owe somebody 60,000 new yen and somebody offers to do you a thing for 10,000 new yen, that's, that's bad business, right? <laughs> if anybody sitting at this table understands a business deal, it's me, not them. No offense, guys. Buzz clears her throat. She's not looking at any of them. She just... Takes a drink from her wine. She looks a little... Not frustrated is not the right word. She looks tired. Ray Sue, can you roll nine dice for me real quick? Can I use Edge? You can use Edge if you like. Five successes. All right. So you're going to feel 
something. It's kind of hard to describe. Like that little bit of air being displaced, a little bit of the hairs on the back of your neck rising up, that kind of thing. And as you turn and look over your shoulder, there is going to be the biggest crow that you have seen is sitting on the back of your chair and just kind of leaning over at you menacingly. Balls and Richard, you will see this crow materialize out of nowhere. Oh, crap. Bust. She stands up suddenly, backing away from the table, and the, the chair falls over behind her and clatters. It's going to take more than poultry, Morgana. She's going to put down her wine glass, lean forward on the table. You are quickly running to the shallow end of my patience with some of your insinuations. I have done a number of things for your benefit and for your friend's benefit. You have. And I simply remarked on how you weren't able to complete one thing and that it was nice to know you couldn't. That's all. It's good to know we have weaknesses. She's going to look at you and just give you the, the stink eye. The crow that is kind of behind you is going to like puff up and flap its wings to settle itself in a slightly different position as birds are wont to do. And its head's going to creep in on your peripheral vision. But you mentioned a favor that could be done to wipe the debt. So why don't you expand on that? Maybe we can move on with this whole evening. So then you are okay being indebted to me instead of to them. Must be, since I've continued to work for you thus far. You're going to hear... <coughs> and then those of you that look will see that the crow disappears. Just kind of fades away like dust into the wind. Here are your cred sticks for your job. I will be in contact with you when I have a job that is fitting for the debt that is now owed. There's no anything else stolen from university, because that was, like, super easy. She will get up, nod her head politely to Richard and to Boz, give, she'll look to Mary Sue, kind of point her finger as, as a mother scolding a child. You should watch your tone when speaking to your betters. Mary Sue's going to look how many cred sticks were given out on that table. There are four cred sticks on that table. Be sure to take that under advisement, Morgana. Uh, I'm going to need you to roll a thing first. What thing? I guess it's more that I need Richard and Boz to roll their logic plus willpower. Richard, you will notice that Mary Sue's mouth is moving, but you cannot hear what she's saying. <laughs> Boz, you can hear. Is it distorted at all? Like, can I tell that something's happening? Mary Sue, if you also want to roll. Two successes, sir. All right. You don't hear yourself say whatever you say. Like, you know you said stuff, you also know that whatever you said, you were unable to hear. And then she will leave you guys there with your payment. Boz grabs her chick cred stick off the table. Looks at how much is on it, by the way. We decided on 6,000 was the... Okay. There are four Wait. of them there. Yeah, Boz grabs two and hands one of them to Mary Sue and says, I believe that this is for Chuck, and you should probably be the one to give it to him. Yeah. Sure, Great. I'll give it to him. Yep, very cool, very cool. I like Chuck. I think Chuck's a good guy. He's a, he's a good influence on you there, Mary Sue. What? What? What do you mean, what? What? How is he a good influence, R.C.? I don't um, even understand what you're saying know, right now. He knows about computers. What? Computer. Quick, quick question. How long after, like, are you guys still in the restaurant having this conversation? Are you guys having this conversation in the restaurant? I think so. Okay. Why would, why would we not? We're done. So Richard, you say 
you say what you were saying. Mary Sue gets as animated as one for the volume that she said, but you don't hear a word she says. <laughs> it's a perfect world. Buzz like like stares at Mary Sue for a moment and just kind of like smiles, and then she just starts to walk out of the restaurant. I think she pats her on the shoulder, sort of con- consolingly, before she goes. If this is permanent, I'll get you like one of those little noise makers you can spin around in a circle, and you can use it to communicate in a series of clicks and winds with your whizzes. And I thumbs can hear up, him thumbs down. perfectly, right? You can hear him perfectly fine. Give me a thumbs what up, thumbs down. What are you talking down. about? No, what I do can't you mean clicks you. and whizzes? I'm commu- What are you talking about? Right, so right now your your face is moving, but I can't <laughs> hear you, so I'm pretty sure it's not part of some real goofy kabuki elf. I don't know. You just, I can't hear you. Is Morgana still in the restaurant? Presumably, it's her restaurant. Eyeballing her hard. <laughs> She's probably moved over to, like, the bar or something. She will eyeball you back. Flip her off and leave the restaurant. Uh, Mary Sue, <laughs> use your words. <laughs> I'm sorry. You guys will notice as Mary Sue is stumped. Well, basically just Richard because Boss managed to resist. Richard, you will notice that as Mary Sue stomps through the restaurant, you don't hear like her footfalls or anything. You didn't hear her chair slide back until she got off of it. When she is outside the restaurant, you will begin to hear her mundane noises like footfalls and exasperated breathing and grumbling. Hey, there we go. It's, 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 I think it's fixed. Say, say something, Mary Sue. Eat Drek, RC. Something's wrong. Everything you're saying comes out like native. It's like a sound mirror spell. I hate magic. Hmm. I guess I'm not all sunshines and rainbows right now. I'll take a second, like, think and translate this backwards. Exactly. You have a great personality. Let's go. Yeah, Boss was outside. She already, like, started smoking. Just, like, lit up as they were coming out. She's. She was looking tired earlier, but for some reason, she just sort of looks like she's got her sense of humor back. And she just is smiling, watching Mary Sue tell off R.C. Are we done here? You want to head back? Yeah, I want to head back to my place and be done. 6,000 new yen richer, at least. I don't need the new yen. I need Chuck to be off the hook. Well, some of us do need the new yen. How much new yen do you need? What do you need? I'll give it to you. What do you need? Well, I think at that, Boz, like, she was sort of in a good humor, but that, like, Boz narrows her eyes at Mary Sue. And it looks like she's about to say something. She started to look actually kind of angry, and she just makes a bit of a face at her and turns and walks away. And at that, Mary Sue's going to look at R.C. and go, you know what? I, I'm trying. I'm trying to make amends for what I did. But I, I just can't win with you guys. I just can't. No matter what I do, I keep screwing it up. So, you know what? Come and get me when you guys need another job. When you need somebody else to be the pony for you. What are you talking about? And I'll do it. Alright? Let me know, RC. And she'll walk away. I do not understand women.
I said I'm good. Uh, you must not have pushed to talk. I pushed to talk. I know how to push to talk. I pushed to talk. I didn't hear you. <gasps> I can't. Oh my. I didn't say anything. I'm just going to own it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. I was typing. Sound like a good place to start? Mm-hmm. All right, I think I'm going to have to turn everybody else down and turn Chuck up. Yeah, pretty much. I, I, could, I, yeah, I couldn't get some of that. I'm sorry. I just pushed in like 200%. Okay, I will talk louder. Turn everybody else down. Especially RC. Oh, RC was already turned down a little bit. <laughs> Am I loud? Am I a loud person? I am loud. My friends all know that I'm loud. I'm loud as fuck. Is this your attempt to distract him so that Chuck can get to hacking? Yes. Okay, good. Because I actually don't want to sit here and yammer on for several minutes. But I want you to. Uh, I don't care what you want. (laughs) I know. Has access to that room? Sure. Do you want to go ahead and roll me con with additional dice? Um, Oh, can we wait? Do you want to barge into their conversation? Yes, I do want to barge in, please. So I can at least roll the con, <laughs> for the love of God. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? I you got have, better con, Daddy. <laughs> you have no faith in Chuck's ability? No, I have every faith in Chuck's ability. I just oh. have more faith in my own. Uh, so and that's good. why she's the face. <laughs> Mechanically speaking, Chuck has the honest face, so he gets minus, the opponent gets minus two on judge intentions. Oh my God. <laughs> I respect you, but I cold straight hate you. <laughs> we can say that one is due to end shortly so that this way you can go oh Mary Sue I have some time to kill before the class lets out let's go on our not lunch date uh, if it's con would it be fast talking unless you plan to call him your boyfriend for all of this time it would be fast talking <laughs> <laughs> Poor Chuck. seven assist dice so I only get three because I only have three ranks to roll these things. Damn! I know. Now, if you can just hurry up, sweetie, and get this done so we can go out. <laughs> real quick turn around there. Goes from real sweet to, let's do this! Congratulations, boss. You just helped contribute to the negative image that other orcs have. That's for criminals. <laughs> wow. And then coming around the corner is going to be a, well, some people may say an eyesore. Other people would say the most badass man that has ever badassed. Is that other people... Specifically, Richard. I'm sure his mom also appreciates his van. I would like to think that his mama has at least a little bit of taste. (laughs) Yeah, for Southern Comfort. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Are you trying to intentionally rile her up? Not intentionally, no. (laughs) Okay, I wasn't sure if that was your intention or not. (laughs) It's just what she brings out in me. (laughs) I hate her so much. God. I hate your female NPCs so much. Oh my god. I don't know. I actually like Morgana. <laughs> I, I hate her. Like, I hate I hate the way Vamps plays females. My... I hate it. That's bullshit. <laughs> Richard and Boz to roll their logic plus willpower. Man, seriously? Roll bad on this guys. Nailed it. Thanks, Richard. <laughs> As always, thank you guys for listening. You are the reason that we continue to to do this. 
come by, check us out on Patreon. We have a couple of different goals on there, all of which is oriented towards growing the show and doing more things in that vein. You know, we want to get bigger and better and all of that happy stuff. I want to give back to the cast for helping out and sitting down to play this game. The Patreon link is going to be in the description. And uh, tell your friends. You know, that's the easiest way to to help us out without really doing anything super in-depth. You know, spread the word. And, you know, as much as I hate to drone on about it, there's those things about five-star iTunes reviews. So, but it is now time for the legal stuff. The music you heard was composed by and copyrighted by Michael Vadamikis and for use with the Without a Net podcast. The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logos, artwork, marks, photograph, sounds, audio, video, and or any other proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to the Without a Net podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or other proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Without a Net podcast in any official capacity whatsoever.